This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. Back it up, fuzzball. I feel the force. Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars podcast, the podcast that is sort of about Star Wars and sort of about everything else. And today we are talking about the best movie to ever come out in the history of time. Wow. Benji. (laughs) (laughs) Homeward bound. (laughs) No, actually, we are (laughs) talking. We're talking about the rise of Skywalker. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, don't listen to this. Or if you want to, you can. Andrea D. 89 says she likes to listen to it before she sees the movie because she gets anxiety if she doesn't know what happens. Awesome. Good. We're here for you, Andrea. <laughs> yeah. uh, and with me today, I have Matt, Molly, and Mel. Hello there. Hi. Hello. Always oh, said her. General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone Ryan. doing tonight? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome, welcome. So, hopefully this recording goes better than last time. (laughs) We've had more time to fully digest the movie. Digest or forget. (laughs) One of those. Oh, I don't forget. Yeah, Matt never forgets. Well, Matt also gets a a refresher the night before. Yeah. Did you see it again, Matt? Lucky. I did. Oh, jelly. Yeah. yeah. Was it your second or third Just time? Third. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want to watch it more yeah. than anybody else in the family. Oh, Aaron was like, left. I think if you see it three times in the theaters, you're you're on the verge of kind of being one of those crazy fans. I was like, no, <laughs> no, no. It's like they just don't a leave crazy the theater. Fan sees it like yeah. three times on opening night. You like yeah. walk up to the box office and they're like, I'm here to see Rise of Skywalker, and they're like, which showing? They're like, all, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> if they want instant replay they just jump between theaters <laughs> okay so like i said we're gonna be talking about rise of skywalker and um what was our overall feeling leaving the theater matt the third time <laughs> the third time yeah okay mel the first time first and only <laughs> what kind of fan are you exactly <laughs> the kind oh, that has man. four kids yeah <laughs> i was like matt and aaron's kids got to see it twice and i got to see it twice i'm a bigger fan than them and i'm a grown man <laughs> not you sound fair. like such a grown man when you <laughs> I'm say a grown man. <laughs> i'm charles boyle <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like him from uh uh, I love you, man. When he's in that, I love you, man. And he's like the soccer guy, like the workout guy. Okay. <laughs> Here we go, Galaxy. Here we go. <laughs> but did you know that he's in Pitch Perfect too? He's in like the 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 guys that are like old and oh old. yes, that's right. I forgot. It wants to get with uh, Tuck Turkerton. Yeah. Oh, oh Turk Turkleton. Yeah. Turkleton. <laughs> Anyways, so let's start with uh, Molly. So they just show the credits and you're weeping. What is your first thought? (laughs) (laughs) After you clear your eyes. Yes. What was your first tweet? Um, I loved it. I think my text to you was, ah, because I loved it so much. (laughs) Yeah, that seems familiar. (laughs) Yeah, I loved it. I went over over my data plan 
when your text came through because it was so many as (laughs) to receive it i had to go over my data plan (laughs) yeah it cost me uh it cost me two dollars because i had to pay per character (laughs) you're grandfathered into that plan (laughs) no i loved it i mean yeah i loved it i felt like i just was like smiling the whole time yeah like i felt like my face hurt because i just was so happy yeah there's so many times when I was just like, I like caught myself just smiling at the screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mel, how did you feel? Um, so I was just. Uh, I would actually. I'm gonna change the plans. <laughs> okay. We're gonna do <laughs> an anagram of your name, but emotions for each letter. <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> Mediocre. <laughs> Mediocre. Did you yell that? <laughs> what did uh, you yell across? Exhausted. The <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> overdone. <laughs> no. You felt overdone. What weird like word. Is that O and D or just O? Because <laughs> overdone. Overdone for D. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I had to do those in school, I could never think of a descriptive word for myself for N. So it was always neat. And I'm like the messiest person. So it has to be the yeah. other meaning of neat, which is like kind of cool neat. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cool. Um, no, it was just Molly reminded me when you guys were talking about um, texting. I was like, oh, I could look back at Molly and I's text conversation <laughs> from that night so that I can get. Because uh, after the last time we recorded this, I deleted all of my notes <laughs> on the movie I'm so sorry um, because I didn't think I would ever need them again wait this is the second time we've done this guys I'm sorry <laughs> Melody just like as soon as she says a note she just deletes it it's immediately gone. <laughs> never do that again I have so many notes that it's just like how many notes so do you have in your phone when right I get now? rid of them how many I'm notes? sure not nearly as many as you how many <laughs> it's not <laughs> competition Ryan <laughs> I have 70 notes on the winner. (laughs) I have almost as many. I win. 38 and 29. No, you have to look at all of them. The one at the top, all all iCloud. iCloud. (laughs) (laughs) If if Melody has 38 notes and 29 notes, and Ryan has 70 notes, how many notes does Matt have? (laughs) What instrument is Matt playing? Oh my. Does all iCloud include your on my phone, on my iPhone notes? It's all iCloud. Yeah, but these are on my phone, not in iCloud. Why do you have ones only on your phone? Because they're ones that I can delete as soon as they're done. <laughs> hey guys, remember we said we said we stay on topic? Yeah, yeah. Let's stay on topic here. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I deleted all my notes for this podcast. So I was trying to like recap a little bit and all I could find was reviews on YouTube and they were all terrible. Even the one that Ryan was like, oh, this is by a company that like is pretty positive most of the time. And it was still terrible. So it wasn't terrible. It was it was too negative for my taste. Yeah, it was IGN and they gave it a seven out of ten. And they They said it was like it was a seven. Yeah. I feel like the thing is just to point out the negatives about the movie. Right. How it didn't live up to what they had hoped. So we're not going to do that here. No. So anyway, I was going back to my text from that night to try to jog my memory (laughs) of my response to the movie. And I sent the gif of the girl from Princess and the Frog screaming while kicking her legs and reading the newspaper. The blonde girl. (laughs) Yeah. Because she's so excited. Yeah. 
And uh, I said, I literally cried at a Star Wars movie. Mm. So anyhow, that was... Is that the first time you've cried since you saw Furious 7? (laughs) (laughs) It was the first time I cried at a Star Wars movie. And then I think Mel and I continued to talk for several messages about how we were swooning. Yes. (laughs) I do believe there was some mention of swooning. (laughs) There was much swooning. (laughs) Benjamin Solo. (laughs) Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I said happy tears, but still. This girl cried at a Star Wars movie. Mm. So I think that sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Are you texting someone? <laughs> no, I'm taking notes. Oh, just delete them. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need it anymore. <laughs> and delete. <laughs> the worst thing is that I didn't just delete the whole note. I like selected all and backspaced it. So yeah. I couldn't even cover it in my oh, deleted no. notes. Yeah. yeah. iPhones keep your deleted notes. <sighs> True. But she just like literally select all delete. <laughs> I purposefully like, deleted. Sent to recycle bin, empty recycle bin, yeah. burn computer. <laughs> Do not Pesco. <laughs> I never want to see these notes ever again. <laughs> they were useless. <laughs> okay, Matt, how did you feel coming out of the theater? Um, the third time. The Second, third time. Whichever one was the happiest time. For you. <laughs> So, um, each time I came out of the theater, I've felt better about the movie. Good. Um, the first one I came out and I, there was, there's things I had hoped would happen that didn't. And so (laughs) that left me a little bit feeling disappointed. Okay. And so when I went back and saw it again, it was like, okay, I don't have to worry about what I wanted to happen. This is what happens. Right. And I enjoyed it much, much more. And even this third time there is just more things that i've noticed or maybe i can recall them better you know so yeah it's i I enjoyed it much more even this third time yeah there is something about like knowing what to expect that you enjoy the movie more i feel like yeah um i don't know you just know already the parts that you most love and when they you're like excited for when they're coming up and then when they're there you're even more excited like i think you know i would equate it to okay let's say you're a huge lord of the rings fan all right, and you're just reading. You read the books to get ready for the Fellowship of the Ring. It was just coming out, and you're so excited to see who's going to play Tom Bombadil. And then you <laughs> right. watch the movie, and Tom Bombadil isn't in it at all. Right. And so, like, you're going to come out of that movie feeling a bit disappointed. Right. And that's going to like shape the way that you view the movie because something that you had anticipated didn't happen. But then you go and watch it again, and you know that that's not going to be a part of it, and so you can enjoy the other things that are done really well yeah and so i think that that's for me what happened is that i was able to see the things that were done really well the care that they took in making and you know and wasn't looking for the things i wanted yeah you know that makes sense i agree yeah i came out of it um yeah just really excited i loved it i was like i can't wait to come back and watch this again um like initial thought i was like there isn't anything I would have done differently about that movie. After thinking about it for a while, there might be a couple things I would tweak, but you know, <laughs> just a couple things. <laughs> like have Carrie Russell take her helmet off at one point. That bothered me. That was the most bothersome thing about it, the whole movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> like take the helmet off. <laughs> anyway, so you've been loving the Mandalorian then. <laughs> At least when they showed his face, they showed his entire yeah. head. Her, they're like, okay, I'll show my face, but just this much of it. But, yeah. Like, why? 
I often think that why do they hire such big name actors and actresses when they don't hardly show them at all? Well, I think some of that is the hype. Like when when an actor is listed as like going to be in a movie, mm. I think it gets people more excited. Well, and I think too, um, with the way that these movies have created sequels, or you know, you know, for Star Wars, they have a Star Wars story. You know, you know, what if she's hoping that she gets to play this character more in right. a Star Wars story? You yeah. know, right? right. And I, like I would love to see a Poe backstory. Yeah, like a yeah. Poe backstory, you know, or make even a TV show, you yeah. know, because I think that that's, I mean, it happened with, you know, WandaVision, yeah. you know, because they were all movie characters and now they're getting their own TV show, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So I think maybe there's some of that too, as, as an actor, you're trying to cement a possible gig right. in the future. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like I know when like the Rogue One came out, I was like, oh, it kind of stinks for these characters or these actors because all the characters die at the end. Like none of these actors will get another Star Wars gig because they all just died at the end. And now they're coming out with a casting Andor show. So he's getting more chance to act. So um let's see. Not Which I'd rather see Jin and um I'm forgetting his Forrest name. Whitaker. Yeah. What's his name? Did you come Saul. here? Saul. To yeah. kill me? <laughs> <laughs> Because cause he's in, he has a pretty big role, or you, you kind of see Saul get started in the Clone Wars, the cartoon. Yeah. So it'd be kind of interesting to see, okay, that's where he got his start. Right. And then he kind of turns into the Saul that you see in Rogue One. I'm trying so, to remember. There's definitely some like mystery there to him. Like there's yeah. something more to him. Yeah. Same with um in Solo with um Emphis Nest. Like oh. there's like so much mystery surrounding that that you're like, they have to do. Something yeah, like what happens to Infus Nest between Solo and the actual rebellion? Right. Like it right. seems like she's starting it, but where did she go from there? Right. When I think that the plan was probably to have another one, but yeah, since Solo only made two hundred and thirty million, <laughs> it made five hundred. I think once it <laughs> like totaled internationally. Yeah, I think so. Okay, but then home box office it made more than some of the other ones. I forget. I forget the numbers exactly. But. I think a lot of people waited to see it once it came out on video. Yeah. It just, that was bad timing. Well, yeah, and I, I think, like, they acknowledge there's too much Star Wars at this time, so. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so what is one thing that you were surprised by that you loved? One thing that you didn't see coming, and now it is one of your favorite parts of the movie? Um... I choose you, Melody. I was just sitting here thinking, don't choose me first. <laughs> well. You'll have to come back to me. <laughs> you're like that person at the restaurant. Yes. That looks I at the am. menu for 30 minutes. I'm and the, the person the at the restaurant that deleted the menu. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have to remember what was on the menu. <laughs> what was number two? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wanted it. <laughs> All right, Molly. What was one thing that surprised you that you loved? Um. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, sorry, I'm like really deep in thought here. Um, it's inexcusable. I liked, what? That's inexcusable. Oh, you can't sorry. be deep in thought. I liked, um, I don't know if liked is the right word, but I was surprised by Ray killing Ben or Kylo, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like that happened really f- like fast, and I remember sitting there being like, "This can't be how Kylo dies." 
Um, yeah. Because I figured he was going to die at some point in the movie. And I was like, this cannot be how he dies. So then I was like surprised by all of that. And then I liked how that was kind of like, I don't know. He like, that was where he changed. You know, he was finally like, right. okay, I'm done with this. I'm ready to yeah. like be full on bed now. Yeah. It was like right before that. Um, cause he, I think he dies as Ben. What do you think? Like, I mean, like yeah. when she stabs him, he like, oh. Ray's like losing the fight. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Sorry. And he's like just about to strike her down and he stops because Leia's reaching out to him. Mm-hmm. Even though she's dead <clears throat> or comatose. No, it's interesting. I, you know, when I watched that scene again, so when, um, so after that scene, Ray goes to um, Octu, and yeah. that's where she gets she meets Luke again. And he tells her that, you know, Leia saw a premonition or whatever that <clears throat> at the end of her life, um, her son was was gonna die, and so, um, I think what was interesting about how they did that was when he ghosted, she ghosted, but mm-hmm. I think that she died you know, much, much before, which I thought was interesting, you know, that, and I, I think for me, that's what tied it back to why did she ghost when he did? I think, so I, my question would be is, was she actually dead or was she kind of in a deep meditative state, you know, that, yeah, I know. I mean, they kind of Luke like, was doing. On yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they show like, um, her hand drops that drops something just as he like stops and is about to like you can see something has stopped him and that's like right when something falls out of her hand is it the tracker or her ring or i think her hands just just falls okay there's nothing in it okay um but her hand just falls yeah she she's was wearing when a ring. She's standing like by the computer no she's like laying she's like laying down she's oh, standing yeah, by yeah, the computer okay. and I'm she's like you. i know what i have to do now and yeah um it's going to use the rest of her energy to mm-hmm. do it. So, yeah. yeah. That's what Maz says. Yeah. 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 She's so just I... waiting to, to take him to the veil with her. <laughs> well, I, I think that... The... <laughs> what? You don't know about the veil? No. Oh. You should read Red Rising. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I think um, mine was probably the... You know, having watched it three times now, I can kind of remember. <laughs> I, I can remember times. more. <laughs> <laughs> but what I really liked was um, the scene where she got onto the Death Star, and you know, so she goes into the throne room, and the doors open up. You know, she doesn't mm-hmm. have to do anything. She doesn't press any buttons. They just open up, and she walks in, and she has to kind of walk through all those mirrors. Um. What was interesting to me this time going going through is the the way that it's filmed and the way that the music is playing and everything is exactly the same as Luke fighting Vader in Empire Strikes Back. So you remember when Luke's Luke. trying to find him and he walks into a hall and the doors close behind him? Oh yeah. Or they just open and he walks through and then he walks and after he walks through the doors close behind him and the hallway lights up. Right. So it's like he's being led, you know, and Ray's being led the same right. way. And 
So I just assumed it was like those lights in the bathrooms that when you walk in, they turn on. Yeah, the you being yeah. led to the bathroom. But but I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Darth Vader's been standing by those doors the entire time in the throne room in Return of the Jedi, and they never open. Yeah. Now I think that you know part of the reason that they open. I this is the assumption that I made the first time that they open because she's a Palpatine. And so mm-hmm. they're like, it can read her DNA or something like that. Gotcha. Um, but again, the way that it was they done. They didn't have like a hand scanner. What's that? <laughs> they didn't have her put her hand on something. Right. Like, Empress Palpatine. <laughs> and it opened up. And guest. And guest. <laughs> and guest. <laughs> and not mode. And not mode. And not mode. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I, I there was a lot of um, there was that I thought was pretty cool. How uh, there was a lot of those moments where they paid homage to the original original trilogy that I think that you start to notice after you watch it multiple times. Yeah, yeah, I think they did a really good job of making like um, I guess you call it fan service, but I would say making homage to the, especially the original trilogy. Yeah, with some to the prequel trilogy, but not as much. But now. I think they focus more on the original trilogy to make it seem like it was wrapping it up. What the beginning and the end, um, even though technically the beginning is the prequel trilogy. But, right. yeah. Well, and there was a lot of, you know, one of the notes I took down is that, you know, when Ray enters the throne room, it's the exact same music that's being played when Luke enters the throne room in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. When Luke raises the X-Wing on Octu, it's the exact same music that as playing when Yoda raises right. the X-wing on Dagobah, um, you know the the um, there was another one too. Oh, when at the end of the movie, after Ray say says that she's a Skywalker and she walks up to the double sunset or whatever, uh, yeah. Instead yeah. of playing her theme, it plays Luke's the theme. theme, yeah. And so I thought that that was just kind of and. and and actually, if you listen to it, it kind of starts out as her theme and then kind of morphs into Luke's theme. So I, th- I thought it was just really cool how they they paid homage to the yeah. original trilogy in particular, yeah. specifically through some of those scenes and the music and stuff like that. Here's a question for you that I just took for granted the first time I saw it. And then I talked to Melody about it um, and she didn't seem to get the same idea and I didn't. The second time, I was like, I guess that's a possibility. It's when she went back to the Lars compound, mm-hmm. I just kind of assumed that meant that she was living there. Do you think that she's staying there permanently? I just assumed she went back there just to bury those things, the, the lightsabers. Um, I didn't really think there was anything that made me think that she would be staying there. Yeah, but then if the lady asks, who are you? She would just been like, doesn't matter. I'm out of here in like two hours. See ya. <laughs> that would have made for a great storyline. <laughs> Ray was trying to be a good neighbor and said what her her name was. You mean Ray. lie about what her name was? <laughs> Ray Quadraneros. <laughs> Did she lose her power coupling? Yes, she lost her power coupling. <laughs> no, I I I was under the assumption that she left. Okay. She went there for the sole purpose of burying those and kind of closing closing that door okay hmm. but 
The problem that I have is that. Sorry, (laughs) Sorry. go ahead. (laughs) You're done. Nope. I I was passing the baton, so you go. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, they, every the whole the whole thing that really bothers me about the movie, (laughs) is that they keep referring to Anakin's lightsaber as Luke's lightsaber. Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. Why? Yeah. like I will earn your brother's lightsaber. No, it's, it's right. your, your father's lightsaber. Yeah. You know, and I guess what bothered me about it is that okay, when she buries it, it's very clear that she's burying it with the idea that it's Luke and Leia's lightsabers. Right. And I think again, there's you know an opportunity there about talking about Anakin. You know, like mm-hmm. I think there's so many opportunities where Anakin could have been brought in in a very classy, you know. Um, paying homage sort of right. way remembering him in a good way yeah of, yeah yeah because i feel like you know the whole prequels you know from a fan gets bashed which i think is unfair to a certain degree but it's about anakin falling and then his only <laughs> his only redeeming factor is the last 15 minutes of return of the jedi right. and then there's nothing about him right except the evil part that kylo is trying to be right and so i just felt like okay i just wanted more redemption for anakin and so the fact that his lightsaber keeps getting referred to as Luke's yeah. just really kind of irks me. Especially because Luke's lightsaber is out there somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, where yeah. is it? Yeah. It's like in his X-Wing or something. I thought light, or I thought Ray might find it in like the glove box. <laughs> <laughs> gets, that would have been she, great. She gets pulled over. She's like, oh, wait, where's the registration at? That's something like, Poe would have to do, I feel yeah. like. That Rooting through the gl- glove box. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that they do you think the reason they almost like purposefully left out things like that is because they were trying to serve fans of the like I feel like fans of the original trilogy are the ones that would have torn this movie apart if they hadn't paid homage to the original trilogy. Um and I feel like they might have also torn it apart if they had put in a lot of stuff from the the prequels. I, I think they were just trying to bookend it. Yeah. Just Okay. Talking about the beginning at the end. You don't think they were purposely leaving out that kind of stuff so that they wouldn't get backlash from fans of the original? I don't think so. I I don't know why they didn't... Sorry. Go ahead, Molly. Go ahead, Molly. I don't know why they didn't just call it the Skywalker lightsaber because then it would be like a a family heirloom almost. Right. Instead of referring to it as like Luke's lightsaber. I mean, he did use it, but... Like, Luke's lightsaber is green, and he made it, and it has the cool handle. Like, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just, I wonder. Yeah, it, it did kind of bother me because the whole, because I like sat there for a while, and I was like trying to remember: is Luke's lightsaber green, or is that actually Luke's lightsaber? I didn't realize. You know, like it kind of distracted me a little bit. But, um, yeah, I wonder why they couldn't just refer to it as the Skywalker lightsaber, and then that could yeah. then kind of. Because Ben ends up using it, so. But it's yeah. it's buried on the same planet that Anakin was from, so. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess, but I. She's like, probably burying it in the dirt and then moving it in her mind to where Anakin was from. <laughs> there you go. Probably. That's headcanon for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pat or uh, Leia's went through space to. Through space and then back. <laughs> to the asteroid field? <laughs> to, to uh, what's that planet? That Alderaan? Got destroyed. Alderaan. So to the asteroid field. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was left behind. Yeah. Uh, one thing that surprised me that I loved about the movie was when Ray stops the transport 
with the force. Yes. That was like the coolest part of the movie to me. Um, and then it got even way cooler when she lightning did lightning force lightning. Yeah, force force lightning. Go force lightning. And I didn't really think about it being a Palpatine thing when it happened. I just thought of it as like a dark side thing. And when she, even when she said um, that she lost control, I was like, well, that makes sense. If you're very powerful with the force and you can't control your emotions like the Jedi are supposed to, then you just let loose any power that you have and it comes out as lightning. So that made sense to me. Not necessarily that it was Palpatine directly, but because Dooku also used lightning. Right. And so I don't think it's just a Palpatine thing. But I I thought that when they did that, they were trying to make it known to the audience that she's a Palpatine. Which was fine. I know um, when that happened, I remember like, well, not when the lightning shot out of her hands, but like when she stopped the transport, I, was, I looked over you because I was like, <laughs> what are they doing? Like I was yeah. in like jaw dropping yeah. astonishment. Um, because I was like, are they honestly trying to say that she's like that strong that she can pull a spaceship from taking off into yeah. space? Like that seemed crazy to me. Um, but then, and I didn't really like put together all of the like lightning shooting out of her fingers and stuff like that. But uh, when they finally did like say that she was a Palpatine or whatever, when they put all that together for us, I was like, oh, that makes sense now yeah. that she was like that strong and able to do that. Um, and that the that she was that she went that dark that quick also. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Was there another part that you were uh, surprised by that you really liked? Um, that you loved. <laughs> yes. That you were enamored with. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But enamorado. <laughs> Road to enamorado. <laughs> um, probably the kiss. Mm. <laughs> that happened in Last Jedi with Rose and Finn. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, I loved the the kiss, and I liked. I was looking back at my text to Molly again, and <laughs> I said it felt like an eternity when they were staring at each other, and I didn't know if they were gonna kiss or not. Yeah, because it's like one of those things where it's like. I, I think it's going to happen, but am I just like willing it to happen? Yeah. <laughs> or is it actually going to happen? And, and it's you know, like five was, seconds, but you're sitting there and it feels like five minutes. And you're like, <laughs> I know. I know. The way they're you looking just, at each other. <laughs> you used the living force and made it happen, though. <laughs> <That's what> it <laughs> <is>. <laughs> no, but it was like, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. If it was, if well, I was going to be super let down or not. Yeah. I talked yes. to some people and they're like, yeah, I guess I didn't really think that they were like romantically like involved. <laughs> and I'm like, Really? Like, did you see the last two movies? <laughs> like, he showed her his cummerbund. <laughs> you don't anybody. But not his belly button. <laughs> That's too that. saucy. Think how romantic they could have been if he had shown her his He was saving button. the belly button for his wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that scene. And the smile afterwards. Yeah, oh. yeah. of course. Of course. Mm. Molly is swooning. <laughs> I am swooning. He's just so happy. <laughs> yeah i pretty much loved everything about him turning back into ben yeah um all of the the, the minute that he lands on and, that and like goes the shoulder under the... of that giant statue no it jumps oh. on a chain huh? it's the chain. It jumps on a chain the chain yeah but when he like he lands in his tie fighter on 
exegol. Oh, and oh, he's like okay. walking underneath the floating yeah pyramid, whatever. And the empty pyramid because right, it goes down. Right, because they go down. <laughs> like what's. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about before. What's above that? It's office space. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you can just see, like he changed his clothes. Like he's wearing like a looser fitting shirt, yeah, and yeah. it's not just like black, black. It's like like warm tungsten. Black. <laughs> it's like a lighter brown. <laughs> it's like ashy black. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just like, oh yeah, this is a different person than before. Right. Yeah. I loved how quick his personality changed. Oh. He seems so much more carefree. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys notice that when she healed him on the Death Star or on the whatever, that she also took away his scar on his face? Yeah, Molly pointed that out to me. Oh, I did not. I did not realize that. Yep. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, so so the girls were like, my girls were like, yeah, yeah, that's probably because she gave it to him. I was like, "Mm, yeah, I think you're right. I just think (laughs) it healed all of his ailments. No, I think it's like, oh, thanks. I had an ingrown toenail. (laughs) (laughs) That's like his first thing. Look, my ingrown toenail is all better. (laughs) That is something that you would think of, right? (laughs) It's it's been a plague on my family. (laughs) My my father has it. (laughs) My 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 sister has it. My sister has it. (laughs) Yes, Leia. Oh wait. Okay, so where in the sequel trilogy, just in the sequel trilogy, did, did this movie land for you? Um, at like good, better, best. Better that's than how, the rest. <laughs> that's how people always want me to like describe tires. They're always like, whenever they call up, they're like, give me like three options, like a good, better, best. They never ask for like a terrible, awful, mediocre. <laughs> mediocre! <laughs> But think about it, if they requested for a mediocre and you had to go into the warehouse, you'd have to yell it. <laughs> mediocre! I love how this is an inside joke that nobody outside of these us four people will get. Um, yeah, so good, better, Don't best. Don't explain it. I won't. <laughs> if you want to be... I Join love, the Discord. I love... Yeah. We'll explain it there. Yeah, it's on the Discord. Everything inside is on the Discord. <laughs> There's some catching up to do. <laughs> Got some explaining to do. Um, so, Molly, good, better, best? Best. Better best. than best. Just... No, there's only three options. I can't. Best, better than best, and ultimate best. Better than ultimate best. <laughs> platinum best. <laughs> Triple platinum best. <laughs> Palladium best. Oh, I was like triple ply Unobtainium. best. Unobtainium, yes. What does Wolverine have? Adamantium. Adamantium. Vibranium. Uh, All right. Adamantium. Adamantium. Or uh, what about Uru? Or Uru? I'm confused about which one. Is that what the guy from Mastermind says? Uru. He said Olo. 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 Uh, Molly, what do you, or Melody, what do you think? Good, um, better, best. Does Palladium. Solo count as <laughs> no, no, the no trilogy? No, no. It came no. out during the same time. Yeah, but that's not part of it. Okay, then ultimate nope. best. <laughs> it's your favorite. Yeah, triple okay. ply best. <laughs> triple ply. <laughs> triple ply is too much. 
<laughs> I don't like those Charmin commercials. <laughs> I like to see bears with little dingleberries on their butt. It bothers yeah, me. Yeah, let's real life here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Although we did get a Charmin commercial at the beginning of our movie. I don't know if you guys... Oh. You didn't get that? Where it said, this is your, like... Pee break. Oh, yeah. It's like the Charmin guy pouring yeah, water out. out. Water. Yeah. 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 Maddie did not appreciate that. No. <laughs> no. no. Like, oh, no. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, okay, Matt. Good, better, best. Or best, best, best. <laughs> so if I'm comparing the three, there's different things about each one that I like. And so I think they're all kind of the same in my mind because okay. there's things that I don't like, there's things that I do like. And it's hard for me to kind of put them in order like that. Is that, is that helpful or not really? <laughs> That's a way to not answer. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, if somebody comes in, well, this is the better one, but it has 70,000 miles, you know, guaranteed for the tire. Right. You know, this right. one's better, but it's only 40,000 right. miles. This one's quieter, but it's only got 40,000 miles right. warranty. Right. And this one's square, <laughs> but it's good for braking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one is perfect if you're afraid of rolling down a hill <laughs> and if you're only slightly afraid we have octagons <laughs> no uh, I, I what i liked about this i felt like um the one thing i really liked about it is that they worked really hard to wrap it all up yeah you know like if you watch return of the jedi you like i remember watching this as a kid watching as a kid and like yeah, so they killed the death. They killed the emperor and they destroyed the Death Star, but the entire fleet is still out there. Right. You know, like it's not done. Right. And so, like, I remember which they play on a lot in the legends. Right. And so, I feel like for me, I remember watching Return of the Jedi and feeling okay, it, it's over. I mean, like the the force sensitive part, you know, right. of the storyline is over. But there's still all of the war left to right. be won. Which apparently, like, nobody else knows about the Force-sensitive part. Right. Like, when you watch The Mandalorian, people are like, oh, these sorcerers live in another planet. And right. Everyone watching is like, they're Jedi. Are you dumb? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, watch the movies, dang it. <laughs> are you even a part of this universe? <laughs> they made a documentary about it. <laughs> they <Yeah>. made a documentary. <laughs> so, you know... If, what I liked about this one is that they, like, I feel like of all things that they did really, really well is that they wrapped it up. You yeah. know, all of the Star Destroyers ended up, you know, being destroyed. You know, the Emperor's dead and, you know, like, you actually see him get disintegrated. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's not thrown down a hole. Right. Like, I like to joke with my girls, if you want to try to, if you want to make sure that Jedi stays alive or Force Sensitive stays alive, throw him down a big deep hole. Right. You know? Or make yeah. him crash in a TIE fighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> Return of the Jedi should—they should have just been like, "I'm gonna go down that hole quick and make sure that he's dead." Yeah. <laughs> the Tie Fighter is the he's... Volvo of Star Wars. <laughs> it Not can blow scratch. up, but you will still be okay somehow. Safest vehicle in the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Um, because if they boulder, they just roll. That's right. Yeah. Apparently, that's okay for them to just roll. Yeah. I like that line. It's like when when Poe says, "Hey, let's boulder these ties." I thought that was pretty cool. Let's boulder these ties. Yeah. Well, we didn't all just see it yesterday, Matt. I don't remember <laughs> yeah. that part exactly. Give us a refresher. So, at the very beginning, when they're <laughs> this when is the third movie. Uh, <laughs> Friends of the Sith. <laughs> no, this is in Solo. Come on, guys. <laughs> My favorite of the sequel trilogy, Solo. 
<laughs> Could you guys keep up? <laughs> you know, the very beginning of the movie when they're trying to escape and he's, you know, trying to get off that ice planet. Uh, right, 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 right. Well, he said, he said come, on, uh, come on, come on, Finn, let's, uh, or Finn says, or posts something about bouldering the ties. Yeah, the one with Bulio. <laughs> the, guy that, the guy that is voiced by Mark Hamill. Right, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> makes... The guy whose head ends up on the table. table. Yeah. <laughs> Molly, do you remember? Yeah. Oh, when they have to when, go, that like thing comes out and they like plug it in and right. Because apparently, in this area, the Wi-Fi doesn't work. <laughs> can, can, can I Bluetooth it to you? No, nope. sorry. This is a long time ago, Ryan. Can you use Dropbox? <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's not secure enough. They open up that hole in the top of the ship. After Rogue One, they decided there's no way we're doing Wi-Fi anymore. Everything is it's like 30 floppy disks. <laughs> and they're like, they're like they, R2-D2 just happens to have that like correct socket. Like I can't even like buy an electronic on Amazon and assume it's going to plug into my computer. See, that's like, you the need thing. An adapter for an adapter for an exactly. Adapter. Yeah, I think what happened was Apple took over the galaxy. <laughs> it's all one. It's, it's all, all one. one. <laughs> but you still need the lightning cable. It's a thirty-pin adapter. <laughs> Actually, it's called the the force bolt connector. <laughs> oh, the force bolt connector. That makes sense. Um, I say for me, it is. It's really hard because I this is one's new and it's exciting and it's fresh. Um, I would say it's probably my favorite. The Force Awakens still is so much like um, almost nostalgia as like it was so similar to A New Hope that I liked it that so much. Um, and it was like Star Wars is back. That's what The Force Awakens felt like. And Last Jedi was really good because I feel like it, it took a, uh, the story away that Star Wars hasn't really gone before. Um and then mm-hmm. this one was just like a really good wrap up for this the whole thing. So, like you said, everything had different things going for it. But if I would pick one, if all three were in front of me right now and I had to watch one, I'd watch Rise of Skywalker. But it's hard to just t- until you've watched it more than Maddie and Jordan, right? Yeah, yeah. I need to at least say one ahead <laughs> of Maddie and Jordan. Man. <laughs> if a nine year old girl gets to see it two times, I should be able to see it three times. I'm a grown man. <laughs> Here we go, Galaxy. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna take advantage of all. I, I'm gonna yeah, milk seriously. the Star Wars thing. I'm thinking, for all why I can't my four kids go to the movie theater with me? <laughs> they can. <laughs> Believe me, they can. <clears throat> um, what do we think about the ending? This was a point where me and Matt disagreed on how. Uh, it ended with Ray on Tatooine, and she chooses Skywalker as her name. For I'll, first of all, I was confused that she chose Skywalker because the Skywalker saga is supposed to end. So it seems like they're restarting the Skywalker saga. That was my thought, also. Because I hope that there's more movies with Ray. Did you steal that from my notes? You think there's going to be more with Ray? I love Ray so much. She's almost my favorite character. Yeah. If Ahsoka was in a live action, <laughs> she'd be my favorite. I mean. She would definitely be my favorite character, but Ray is the closest thing you can get. Um, I, but then I think about, I was like, well, when they ended the original trilogy, Luke was still young and he had just become a Jedi, like a real Jedi. So it makes sense that they weren't going to take that story anywhere. So maybe they're not going to take Ray's story anywhere. But I was just kind of caught off guard that she chose the name Skywalker. I understand why, and I like why, 
but I was just kind of caught off guard. Samesy. But that said, I really like that. Thanks, Mel, for your input, by the way. Watch. <laughs> 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 <Ditto. laughs> Samesies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What you're saying. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> Swart. <laughs> no, but um, Matt had brought something up that I hadn't thought about before. Matt, Matt, tell what you said. Matt, Whoa. Matt, tell <laughs> what, what is that? You know. You no, know. You, you know better. Yeah. <laughs> Matt said uh, when he was watching it, he thought that she would say again, Ray, just Ray, which yeah. I thought that would have had a pretty big impact as well. That she's finally accepted who she is exactly and not like the last name doesn't have to carry any sort of specific meaning about who she is. Yeah, for me, I guess what would have been powerful about that is that, okay, she's a, she she knows that she's a Palpatine by blood. She is a Skywalker at heart, but who she is, you know, is she's she's Rey. Yeah. And I feel like that's such a, a, a that'd be such a powerful message to give, you know, to like young girls. Like as I think about that as taking my girls to see it. I mean, I that's the one thing I like about these movies is that, okay, the antagonist here is, you know, a girl that they can identify with, you know, and I just thought that would have been a neat way to do it. And I think it would have kind of closed the loop on Palpatine and Skywalker because they're obviously very much linked. Yeah. And so for me, I think that that's really what I was thinking would have been powerful to do. Yeah. Yeah. I did like someone uh, pointed out, I think it was Isaac Contera pointed out that this story was really like an adoption story. Um, yeah. So I like that aspect of her choosing Skywalker as mm-hmm. her last name. Like she was adopted into their family and that's who she's choosing to be, yeah. whether she's a Palpatine by blood or not. Um, so I did like that. But I also had the exact same thought as Ryan of like, wait, I thought this was the end of the Skywalker saga. And this seems like the beginning because you just gave her this really cool lightsaber. Yeah, I don't. I, right. I, yeah, we don't even get to see her use. Her I I can almost guarantee golden you that whether they make. I mean, I don't know that they'll for sure make another movie about her, but I guarantee they'll bring her back at some point in another movie that might be about somebody else. Um, I don't know. I think that teach, she's she has to at least teach Finn how to use the Force because obviously he's Force sensitive. Yeah, I mean they've confirmed. I mean J.J. Abrams confirmed that, but yeah. I I don't know. I I think that there's a lot of what I've been hearing and reading is that she's kind of done with ray at least that's the message that's been put out like not let like, me talk to her <laughs> like not that she's like not that she's I'll like her on twitter <laughs> no like she's like in, in a bad way i'm just saying right. like she felt like she kind of closed the door on that which but i'm uh, sure mark felt like he closed the door on luke yeah that's just wait true. 30 years 42 years but i feel you think you think mark did because i i, I like I think he could have been done after those. But movies. so much fan fiction and and books and things came out while Star Wars was still in its heyday and still putting out the original trilogy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I mean like, like it's, I, it's hard because I feel like that time was different back then, whereas now Daisy Ridley can get another role. Where I feel like back then Mark Hamill could not get another role. Well, especially it was too big a movie back then. They did a whole other play trilogy other without him. Yeah, so how would he not have given up hope on? Like, hope? I feel like <laughs> rebellions are built on hope. No, <laughs> is that relevant? If, if you're like the the main character in a huge trilogy like that in the seventies, huge, and then they bring back this huge franchise in the nineties, two thousands, whatever. 
and they don't include you in it, I'd be like, okay, whatever. I guess I'm done with that. Like, yeah. I feel like that would be a pretty solid like door closing if after 30 years they finally brought it back and you're not a part of it. But there's really no way for him to be a part of it. I'm not saying that there is. I mean, it, but I'm- they superimpose his face on that baby. <laughs> <laughs> what if we name the baby Mark Hamill instead of Luke? Um, I'm just saying. I, I, if I was him, I would have thought I was done. Yeah, I'm not even him. When I think I'm done. <laughs> I think I'll be. In I'm another just letting Star- myself go. <laughs> I don't think I'll be in another Star Wars movie. I stopped working out. So I don't think they're gonna have me be a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, what do you think about Ray choosing Skywalker as her last name? I that was that whole part was probably my least favorite part. Okay, let's skip it then. <laughs> <laughs> if you have something no, that, part, to that say, part's the least favorite, so let's skip it. <laughs> I don't like that, so let's not think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I don't know, like. In some ways, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get why she did that, but yeah, it was confusing because it was supposed to be the end of the Skywalker line. Uh, See, I don't. I I didn't think that they were continuing the Skywalker line by saying that she's a Skywalker. Mm. I felt like if they wanted to end the Skywalker line, they could have said, "Ray, just Ray." But yeah. but here's the thing: it's called the Rise of Skywalker, right? Such a strange name well, for the ending of a series. Well, I, I think, I think what they're, I think the reason that they say it's called the Rise of Skywalker is because that whole scene. Well, we're having a little baby situation, so Mel's gonna head out for a little while. I don't know if she'll be back. Bye, Mel. Bye, Mel. Bye. So I, I think it's called Rise of Skywalker from the scene where she's lying on the ground. And she finally hears oh. the Jedi's voices yeah. and they're all telling her to rise. And yeah. she rises. And I think in that moment, she's finally identified herself as a Skywalker. And that's why she says, you know, Ray Skywalker. Yeah. So it, in my mind, I think that it's, um, it, to me, it's one of the things that I didn't quite agree with. And I still probably have, struggle with a little bit is that this movie kind of made the light and dark side of the force the skywalker palpatine right sides of the force which i didn't like because i really liked how they portrayed the force in the last jedi yeah yeah it fits the movie you know and and everything so i get that and you know uh, that it's probably getting a little bit kind of philosophical about what the force is but i would say that it's probably you know that's why they called it that and that's why she right. said skywalker at the end but it's probably one of the things like molly said it is it, something i feel like they missed out on and it's also one of those scenes where i feel like they missed out on the force ghost opportunity yeah when she's rising when either when she's rising you yeah. know and she's standing there in front of palpatine oh, that would have been so great if all those force ghosts would have just lined up behind well, her yeah oh, i mean I like it could just i thought it would just been so cool to have all of them behind her Except Mace. Then, he could be like way, way, way behind her. What's that? Mace. Mace, Mace yeah. Put him way back. <laughs> like at the very back. I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, but the other opportunity I see was also like at least include Anakin. Because I felt yeah. like that was another opportunity to show his redemption. You know, 
again, I think it was it was a fan service because if you bring in Hayden Christensen, nobody likes Hayden or, or no Star Wars fan fan in quotes likes Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Right. I was gonna say so, I do. I love Hayden Christensen. Yeah. I keep tr- uh, sorry if for you guys that can see me, I I like, keep looking on my phone. There's this really interesting Instagram post that I found that's talking about how Star Wars fans killed Star Wars, and I keep trying to find it, but I haven't been able to find it. Oh, it was was it the one that I sent on Discord? I don't know. It Maybe. was the one that it said how the rise of Skywalker killed Star Wars. Is that what it was? And I crossed out Rise of Skywalker and put how the fans killed Star Wars. No, I mean this, oh. I mean this was actually like a bunch it was a bunch of different like on Instagram it was a bunch of different things about how it was using the scene where <laughs> Vader tells Luke that he's his father. Yeah. And and Star Wars fans are Luke and, uh, and uh, reality is, it, no! is Vader. Yeah. 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 It's actually really good. And it's like like for me, it's exactly how I feel about quote unquote fans of Star Wars. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that they are are much too harsh. Like, you know, like I said earlier, I have my I had my opinions about what I wanted this movie to be. Right. But once I set those aside after that didn't happen and I watched the movie, it's a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a different pace. It's a different, you know, feeling than kind of the other two. But it's not a bad movie. Yeah. One thing that I, I forgot to say earlier, when I when the movie was over, I was just thinking, like, that was fun. Like, that was just, like, yeah. it was fast. And it had a lot of the things I wanted from or that I expect that I like about a Star Wars movie. And it's just, it's fun. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, it yeah, wasn't just, like, like, yeah, Molly, what's up? Oh, I just wanted to say something about the Skywalker name that I didn't, yeah. I wasn't able to say yet. Yeah. But like, I didn't love it when I watched the movie, um, for a couple of reasons I don't need to get into. But when I was like reading about it later, just to see like what other people thought, like some of the consensus. Well, I don't know if consensus is the right term, but some of what I was reading was like, did she say Skywalker? Did they have her say Skywalker? And it's less about her being a Skywalker. And recognizing that Skywalker is like the new form of like thinking about the force. Right. Um, where it's like you're not good or bad because Ben was also a Skywalker. Uh-huh. And Anakin was a Skywalker. So it's kind of like embracing the two sides and bringing a balance in a different way. I don't know. So I was like, well, maybe that's why. I don't know. So anyways, I just wanted no. to put that out there. I like that, Molly. I mean, like Skywalker is all the Skywalker family has always been about bringing balance to the Force. Whether it was, I mean, mostly through Anakin, but mm-hmm. you know, it's interesting that you know that's that's an interesting thought. I kind of like that. Yeah, one thing yeah, I I liked I, that too. Yeah, I did. Another thing that uh, I thought they might, I di- I didn't really expect. Um, so when she's fighting, she's about to fight Sidious, or uh, Palpatine and um, he says something about you come to fight me as a Jedi or something like that and she said yes I was surprised that she said yes there because I thought she might say something different that might be a little more like meaningful like she's not a Jedi and she's just like she's Rey I don't know because she's like the I was surprised that they yeah. focus so much on the Jedi and the Sith in this movie um, when it seems like Star Wars overall is going to like a like a gray jedi right 
Sorry, um, Ryan's reading the the Instagram post that I yeah. found. So I think so, I think it pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. Just, what did you do? Just swiped away. I swiped too far. Where was <laughs> it? Where was it here? Oh man, I w- I had like scroll like way way oh, far. Oh no, I lost it. Sorry. That's all right. But yeah, it was basically like uh people attacking George Lucas and complaining about the prequels and all that stuff. It's not Disney that ruined Star Wars. It's the quote fans that ruined Star yeah. Wars, right? I and think I, that's true. I feel I think people are too hoity-toity about it. Like I mean I mean, if you really like sit down and watch the old movies, like I love Star Wars, okay? But they're like, the best. Really and- oh my word, they're the best. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they're kind of like there is some parts so- that are a little lame and a little oh, silly. Yeah. yeah, that's like so- that's Star Wars to me. It's like goofy. It's silly. It's like it's got action and it's got comedy, but part of it is just like so wacky. It's just well, like yeah. these crazy creatures in the cantina <laughs> or this little worm thing that pokes its head out like burp, burp, and like pulls people under two feet of water somehow. It's like they're standing yeah. ankle deep and Luke goes entirely underwater. Right. And that's like the best cinema ever. And then we have a issue with the prequel trilogies or the sequel trilogies when uh yeah, when there's some minor flaw, they're like, "Oh, bombs right. can't fall in space." Right? I'm like, who cares? Well, and that's the that's <laughs> that's the um that's the negative side, I think, in having so much out there about Star Wars. Yeah. Like last yeah. night, I went home and I thought, I, I want to learn a little bit more about lightsabers. So I went on Wikipedia and I started to find, you know, and it's like, like I'm reading about lightsabers. Like they have diagrams for how you build a lightsaber. <laughs> like when I think that's the thing is that like, like people forget that this isn't history. Like right. it's not real. Wait, right? Like, what? This isn't something that actually happened. <laughs> right, and yeah. I and I think that that's what's crazy to me, and that's why I think what hurts it a little bit is that you have all of this stuff out there that people have come across and like, yeah, that's what I like. You know, let's make sure Thrawn somehow gets in here. Right. Let's make sure that this gets in there and yeah i mean it's really cool to see all these you know these these things that are out there but a lot of it is just made up by fans who create you know right. all of this media so right so i just enjoyed sitting and watching a star wars movie and i wish that more people could have just done that like yeah stop trying to nitpick it apart because like like you said ryan it was like fast it was fun there was a lot of star wars elements in it they had brought so much music into it like oh, old yeah. and new it yeah. was like so fun and it just was like just enjoy that you're watching this like made up storyline like it has nothing to do with what you wanted you know right. like it's okay to be a little disappointed but like to nitpick it apart is like just enjoy it i don't know that was me anyways because i thought it was really fun yeah. well i was with you molly i absolutely so john williams is by far one of my favorite composers and eventually right. ryan and i are going to have a podcast about it <laughs> two years in the making if we can find a copy of jurassic park i might have to shell out the seven dollars and buy it i'm pretty sure it's in one of those like for so many streaming services it has to be on one of those at some point i'm pretty sure it's in like a rummage bin in walmart go find it i'll give you the five dollars they only sell jurassic park three in the rummage bins that's the only one with the tricycloplots But yeah, I was actually just looking how old is John Williams and he's 87 years old. Right. And I'm like so glad that he was able to do this movie. Oh, yeah. 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 No. And, you know, I I think, you know, the way that he so with this trilogy or with this uh, saga, I feel like the way that he's been able to I mean, like 
Ray's, you know, we can all identify Ray's theme and mm-hmm. Luke's theme and, and Leia's theme and the Emperor. And the, can we all? Bella? I don't know if we can all identify. <laughs> I can identify Han and Kira's, uh, Kira's theme. Oh my! I can identify Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy's theme. <laughs> also, welcome back, Mr. Melody. Darcy. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank so, you. but I, I. I felt like the one of the best things about the movie really was the way that they utilized the the, the music. It was almost like another character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because and like, Lin Mel yeah. Miranda. What about what about what? him? He was in the movie. Didn't you know that? Lin Manuel Miranda was in the movie. Who is really? that? Who? Lin- the, I mean, I know I know who he is, but who he's was from he? Molly, I think he's he was from one of the stormtroopers. Well, what well, did you uh, notice that the, there's so the many stormtroopers that had like they actually had lines oh, wait, to wait, say? Wait, sorry, we got, we got two Moana. different conversations going on there. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing a layman family <laughs> gathering here. <laughs> you just talk louder than the other person. That's how that's how it works in the layman family. Okay, so first we have to establish who Lin Man Miranda was because he played a pivotal role Every in this movie. Every time you say his name, I don't even think it's a real person. So he, yeah, yeah, it does sound like a fake name. He like wrote and acted in Hamilton, I think. Yes, correct. Yeah. And he wrote the songs for Moana. Okay. You probably he, he was, was in he's, the, he was in the Mary Poppins movie. Yeah, Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, and he's all he's been on um, what's his name? Social media. <laughs> yeah, I think he was on social media. Been on the internet, MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> he had a couple songs on MySpace music. <laughs> <laughs> no, that late show. Who's that guy with the face? James Corden. No. With yes. the beard? The other Stephen face. No. Jimmy Kimmel. No. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. He was on there Conan. and did like Wheel of Musical Rap Sessions or something. Impressions? Probably. Yeah, but it was like he had to create a rap about some random thing and he did it on the yeah. spot. That's impressive. Yeah. Impressive. He's super imp- <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Anyways, so he was a stormtrooper um, uh-huh. from Alderaan. Uh, no, I don't have any idea. <laughs> they have backstories. <laughs> Everything in Star Wars has Molly's a backstory. raising her hand. Yes, Molly. Yeah, you in the front row. <laughs> okay, can I just say something that's kind of random, but it reminded me when you said no, Stormtrooper. It must uh, have something to do. Yeah, we specifically <laughs> talk about Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> well, it has to do with Rise of Skywalker. No side. I tangents, didn't realize please. how much I missed Phasma oh. until I went back and watched the Last Jedi. Yeah. And then I was like, man, I was really hoping she'd come back. If she was force sensitive, she would have. Because she just fell. <laughs> yeah. She just fell down a big hole. Also, Gal Gadot would have come back in Fast and Furious if she was force sensitive. <laughs> she just falls into nothing. Yeah, that's, that's Wonder Woman, though. That's yeah, why she f- fell to Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Prime delivery to no, Island not in the Amazon. Thea Mascara. Thea Mascara. That's why Finn coolest... survived his fall, because he's force sensitive. Oh, yeah. What fall? In Last Jedi. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's true. Yeah, true, true, true. So true, true, landed true. on that thing. Yeah. Um, back to the thing you were talking about with uh, the music. Sorry, I'm trying to do an awkward movie. A Ryan wants me to turn this microphone. Don't turn that microphone around. Don't touch it. Um, the twelve dollar mic stand's gonna fall over in a second. Eight twelve dollars. <laughs> Don't look at it. Okay, well, here's the thing about mic stands. If there's any podcasters oh listening, God. so there's these that I have that are like twelve or less dollars. The next step up is like a hundred dollars. I'm like, okay, so there has to be. There's like other stuff in between, but it's like real garbage. So 
So pay so Ryan like, some money on Patreon, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we can buy some you guys decent feel sorry mic stands, for me? Yes. please. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the show. <laughs> Don't touch that, Mel. <laughs> Don't touch the mic stand. Oh, oh no! Oh, look at all that <laughs> stuff. You're making all kinds of noise. <laughs> boop, bleep, boop, boop. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The, this is sort of about everything else, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the music. The music. Focus, Matt. Okay. The music. The music was something I think I need to um, focus more on the second time I watch it. Because... When I watched the preview for it, I was really excited about the music. And then I watched the movie and I like completely forgot all about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so much happening. You yeah, just can't. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there's so many there's so many um, parts in the movie that the music is telling the story. And you probably don't realize it the first go around. But when you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, I mean, the first time I saw it and we, you know, we when he walked into the throne or when she walked into the throne room, I knew exactly that music you know because return of the jedi was my favorite star wars movie for the longest time and so like i picked it up right away yeah but then there's a lot of other things along the way that i said oh that's that's pretty cool like you know the music whenever when vader's taunting luke in return of the jedi and he says perhaps she will and then like luke comes out like a crazy Crazy person. person yeah well like there's some point in the rise of skywalker where that music plays hmm. and i can't remember what it is but it's like you know i just noticed that and it's like oh yeah that you know it's it was kind of like the same emotional scene in right. the rise of skywalker that was happening you know at that same point yeah you know so i just there's a lot of times where i was like oh yeah and i think when it's done really well, you don't notice it. Right. And it's yeah. only like the third, you know, fourth, fifth time is when you start to notice yeah. it. Yeah. I think when you like listen back to the soundtrack and you can picture what's happening in the movie because it's just like association of what you're hearing. And um, I think that's when it's done really well. Yeah. Yeah. I can appreciate that because I was, I think I was just telling Ryan not too long ago that I think it would be really cool to do a podcast about. Um, like some of our favorite music from movies, not necessarily a John Williams <laughs> podcast, but um, specifically Benji. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what this one's about. Isn't it? Right. We're going to get to that. As soon yeah. as this is over. <laughs> um, At the two hour mark, we will yeah. turn to Benji. <laughs> no, tuned. but it's just, I feel like the music is like something like, it's kind of like a different way to see the movie all over again. Um, and I know that with like Pride and Prejudice or whatever, I, I hear that music and I like start feeling the emotions of seeing the movie mm-hmm. um, or other things, to, other movies too. Um, but it's yeah, it's that same kind of, it's like the intro to Gilmore Girls or um, yeah, all of those, those just scenes that give you those emotional feels um, mm-hmm. and just hearing the music can like make you relive that. And I think that's really cool. And something that, like you said, is subtle, like subtly put in there to to make that relation that you don't really notice right away. Mm-hmm. Did you know that John Williams was my top listened artist of 2019? I believe on that. Spotify. Mm-hmm. The amount of times <laughs> that the Star Wars music was playing in our living room. <laughs> I love that Rylan yeah. sings the Star Wars music. Yes. Like it's actually like, it's actually like a song. But yeah. Well, I mean, I really think that, you know, that was one of my, it really was one of the things I noticed from the very big be- uh, first viewing is that the music 
they did a really good job of paying homage to the original trilogy you know yeah. and so i think every time they they were able to bring john williams back to do that was i think it makes it better yeah the only thing i missed which i was really looking forward to from the trailer was when they had the the cantina music no the <laughs> um the like big orchestral the part. phantom the phantom menace music um, uh, dual, dual of fates uh. Yeah. They had Dual of Fates in, in one of the trailers, and I thought, yeah. oh, if they have that in the movie, it's going to be so awesome. Yeah. And unless I missed it, I, I don't I, know. I think it was just in a trailer. Yeah. Because I think it would have been, like, it could have been, it would have been pretty cool to have it in the big aerial fighting scene, mm-hmm. you know, between, you know, with like Poe and, mm. um, and the Star Destroyers yeah. or, or whatever. You know, I think they could have played it there because. Obviously, it's a duel, sort of. And well, I thought so. that they would, because the scene is so similar with Ray and uh, Kylo Ren, mm. have what Battle of the Heroes? What's Battle of the Heroes? The one with Anakin and Obi Wan. Oh, is that what it's called? Battle of the Heroes. I think so. When he has the high ground. Right, when they're fighting on Mustafar. Mustafar. Yeah, like there's huge waves, just like there's waves yeah. of lava. Yeah, and they're on like. They keep walking on the smaller platforms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By far the best scene in all of Star Wars. Mm. <laughs> what about that scene when Jabba flicks the little thing off the ledge <laughs> in Phantom Menace? <laughs> but the only reason I watch Revenge of the Sith and the reason I struggle through the awful scenes of Anakin and Padme <laughs> is because I know at the end I'm going to see the Battle, Battle of the Heroes. Yeah. No, I. We digress. Yes, talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, hour three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move along. Keep this thing moving. Let's talk about. Um, oh, right. I did find that that Instagram okay. thing again. Yeah, let's read it. Okay, I'll be I'll be Luke. Okay. Oh, this is gonna be fun. And you be Vader. Um, Luke as the Star Wars fans. And you're Vader as reality. Reality. Disney ruined Star Wars. No. You ruined Star Wars. No. That's not true. That's impossible. (laughs) Attacking George Lucas after the prequels. Bullying actors off social media. Insulting people who like the new episodes. Constantly blaming others for why you don't feel the same way you you did as a child. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. <laughs> no! <laughs> End scene. Perfect. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but okay, I, now I'm done in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought that was so true, right. you know, because, you know, we like we were talking about earlier, like, Molly, like, I appreciate what you said. Like, just go and enjoy it. Like my girls, like when I watched it with them, they just came out of it and they were so excited. They were like talking like a mile a minute, you know, and they're like, this happened. Right. You know, and it's like, okay, you know, like they're they're not worried about whether or not it's canon or whether right. or not it fits in with the rest of, you know, Wikipedia or Did they whatever. care if Zori Bliss took her helmet off? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they did think that Zori Bliss was pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Which I she's thought was like, interesting. She's like the uh, 
Boba Fett of the movie. Like she's like yeah. barely in the movie. Yeah, and she's got a cool outfit. People are like, "Wow, that's awesome!" Yeah, <laughs> it's actually it's very. Yeah. It's a very good. Analogy. They're gonna make a choking hazard toy out of her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually bought the Y wing Lego set because it has Zori Bliss in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. But I don't like Y wings. They're so <laughs> weird looking. It, it is weird looking, but I. It was a fun build. It was a fun build. Cool. Is that part of your Lego city? <laughs> It's right next to Hogwarts. <laughs> it's in my right, fantasy land. It's between Hogwarts and the gas station. <laughs> okay, let's um move towards the end of this. Um, let's say what our favorite parts were. Um, and we kind of may have touched on. I go them. first. Okay. Oh, might be duplicates. Uh, from like our surprise scenes, but um. Uh, anyone other than Matt want to go? <laughs> no, <laughs> last, last time we did this, Molly stole mine. Uh, so. <laughs> we have a different favorite part. You can go first. No, I, I think my favorite part still is when um, uh, Ray hands off the lightsaber to. Uh, I think that was me. That to Ben. Oh, okay. I said that last. Time. Okay. I'll, well, I'll find a different favorite part. part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. do that. <laughs> no, I thought it was really um, that whole that whole scene where. He shows up, you know, and she senses him, and like it's it's right when Palpatine is telling her that she doesn't have any family there, or any friends there except him or whatever. Right. And then he and then that's the exact moment that Ben shows up. Right. And she knows it's Ben and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I just thought that that whole scene was just so cool because like he, he she hands off the lightsaber and then he brings it down and does and it's like. This has been memed to, you know, infinity now, yeah. but it's the exact same pose that Han does outside right. of the the doors on on Endor. So right. I just thought it was like a really kind like of like shrug thing. Yeah, the yeah. shrug thing. Yeah. You know, and and it was just kind of the start of that was the first time I could actually appreciate Kylo Ren being Ben Solo. Because for the longest time, I wanted him just to be Kylo Ren, right, and to be killed as a Sith, you know. But right. That was the first time I finally appreciated him being Ben. So the second time, first time was when he jumps on the chain. He goes, "Ow!" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's such a Han Solo <laughs> so, thing. Yeah, to do. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Uh, Mel. Uh, I think maybe the smile after they kiss. <laughs> You're such a <laughs> I'm just kidding, Molly. I won't. I won't steal it from you. You guys can have the I same favorite care. part. I'm just kidding. No, part. I just said I, that because I, I knew that's what she said. So unfortunately, you listeners can't see Molly, but like <laughs> she is like redder than the shirt that she has on. She's gushing, <laughs> swooning all over the place. <laughs> She's like a middle school girl. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> uh no i think just the kiss in general and that that suspense uh i like i don't i this is probably something that i won't feel the second time around is that like un like that feeling of not knowing for sure experiencing that for the first time is a a cool thing a cool thing to remember um like not knowing whether or not they were going to kiss and it's just that excitement of like you know are they going to get together in the end and uh thankfully i willed it to be (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you can dream it you can do it <laughs> that's right what about you molly uh so just like all of that part and then his <laughs> kiss afterwards i mean his smile afterwards because it's like uh, it's the only time he smiles in all three movies the yeah. only time mm-hmm. and 
it's just like so pure and so happy and he's so joyful yeah i just love it he this nails, nice. he nails the smile, smile. Would you say that Adam Driver invented? Oh my word! <laughs> I, I thought we were going to we get through it. We almost got through the oh. whole episode. <laughs> Adam Driver invented acting. In I Rise don't of feel that strongly yes. about Adam Driver's acting skills, but <laughs> but he nails that smile. Yes. I I think he's I just, a great actor. I really do. But I think he's a a good actor too. I don't think he. No, I said great. <laughs> Unobtainium. Yeah. <laughs> He's a palladium actor. <laughs> Triple ply. <laughs> Triple ply. He's definitely a cha 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 charming actor. <laughs> Triple ply. He's a but. mega role. <laughs> um, I just liked it because I like. I mean, I just like Ben Solo and the fact that he's in the movie for not very long. Yeah, and yet. Like, he became one of my favorite characters. And he says, like, six work. I mean, what? He says... No, he says one thing as Ben Solo. He says, ow. That's the only word he speaks. Really? As Ben Solo. He doesn't say... And yet, like, you... I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't... I'm trying to... like. I think that's... He doesn't say anything. I think that's part of why I think Adam Driver is such a great actor that he was yeah. able to. I mean, I guess that the character was written very well, also obviously, but right. um, that he was able to in those last few minutes completely change his character and have everybody fall in love with him the way that he was able to. I think is right. speaks a lot to his acting ability. Well, and I right. think I mean, as much as it was written, he still had to. I mean, he took it from this uptight, you know, sort of person to a character that is a little bit more, I mean, it's obviously looser and, you know, not carefree, but, um, yeah, isn't as constrained by right. who he's supposed to be or, or whatever, you know, people have told him to be, right. you know? And so he's just who he, who he is. And so, yeah, it's just really neat to see Adam driver, portray that you know and i think yeah. you're right i don't yeah. know, know that he said anything else besides owl yeah which is yeah i don't think he does which is which pretty is a amazing shame that he couldn't say he loves her yeah yeah and she could now have that said, i, I know i know <laughs> yes. yeah but or what if she um, just said i know oh Ooh. <laughs> she just keeps saying it over and over <laughs> what <laughs> look like you just had a heart palpitation there oh i did <laughs> <laughs> you had a no, sheave but, moment. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to say, too, the reason that I like it a lot, well, first of all, his just, like, little smile is just, like, so nice because he's so happy. And I just, like, Kylo Ren is one of my favorite characters, and then Ben Solo is one of my favorite characters, and he's so happy. And then I also liked that he chose that that was going to be his death. Yeah. Like, he yeah. knew that what he was about to do was going to kill him. And instead of going the route that I know that this is kind of crazy, but like going the route that Anakin went of like trying to save the person he loved and then ended up killing people because of it. Like Kylo was able to, or Ben was able to do it, save the one he loved. Um, yeah. But right. do it in like a really redeeming way. Right. Right. He Which wasn't... Vader ends up doing with his son. Yeah. But. But Anakin was trying to do it. He was he was being very selfish as well. Yeah. 
Whereas Ben yeah. sacrificed himself in saving the one he loved. Which, right. which can I, somebody pointed this out, uh, I think it was on Instagram, which I found very, uh, I don't know if they tried this or not, but the whole thing that Anakin was trying to do is actually done at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like he was trying to save the ones he loved. And so he was manipulated by Palpatine to the dark side to be able to do that because it's unnatural like right that was the lie that palpatine used right but the reality was is that it's the light side it's the sacrifice of giving your right. life force to somebody else that actually can save know, someone else. can save somebody else yeah. you know so it was just yeah. a really interesting commentary that i hadn't thought about before of how you know as people you know we feel like we have to do sometimes we feel like we have to do a lot of bad things for one good thing you know that ends right. justifies the means type of a thing whereas i feel like the message here was no you sh- you know the answer all along was becoming one with the force and understanding how you sacrifice yourself to get mm-hmm. that done yeah you know like yeah. anakin anakin wasn't willing to sacrifice himself he wanted to have his cake and eat it too so to speak right, right. he wanted to live and keep padme alive right but the reality is is that's not the way that's not the way the force works there needs there needs to be a balance there yeah if you're going to give life to somebody there needs to be you know death or right. you know but it, like i had never thought about that but i hadn't thought about that as i watched this but as i watched it but i thought that's yeah. a really interesting thing like the whole reason that that palpatine and and darth vader are who they are is because they feel like the answers are through the dark yeah. side when the actual went and for Anakin, his answer was through the light, yeah. and you see that at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, sorry, this is kind of um oh crumb. Well maybe me saying my no, favorite I just, part. I, I really can't get. remember what um, I was say, My third really favorite about about part. <laughs> Since you guys took my first two. <laughs> Okay, good. Yes. I don't have to say it now. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about your third? <laughs> it's only bronze. <laughs> oh, wait, I remember. <laughs> so I was gonna say the other reason that I really like the ending is my favorite part is because I feel like the all three movies up until that last like ten minutes is Kylo Ren trying to be accepted. And I remember, Melody, you talking about this when we talked about Last Jedi, just, like, about how bad you felt that he, like, killed his dad, and then he goes to Snoke, and then Snoke is like, you're weak, you're, like, you don't belong with me, you know? Like, he didn't feel like he belonged anywhere, and then at the very end, it felt like he had finally, like, accepted who he was, that he was Ben Solo, and then found belonging, and yeah. so he was yeah. actually able to mm-hmm. go in peace and become a Where horse did... ghost. And sorry, I, I don't know. I just, just a quick question: What happened to nice. Ben's body? Does that matter at all? Oh, it went away. Right. Sorry. What was your favorite horse part? Ghost. Horse ghost. He ghosted. Oh. <laughs> he ghosted her. <laughs> he ghosted her. He's a horse ghost. Uh, okay, so one of my favorite parts. <laughs> um, this part was like that's that part where like um, I got the same feelings as when I watched Endgame. <laughs> And everyone shows up at the end of Endgame mm. um, to save the day mm-hmm. when Lando comes in with all the other Republic really, ships. Really, you pick that as your very favorite part of this? <laughs> really, Lando? 
<laughs> not having to do with Lando, but just like seeing finally all the support for the good guys. Yeah. Um, they're like in their last dire need, and then all this help comes in that they weren't they were hoping for, but were not actually expecting, and it ends up saving the day. It did feel very similar to the end of Endgame. Yeah, but I mean that's that's just good cinema. So, I, yeah, and it, I was definitely more like emotional during that part than when I saw Endgame because I'm more invested in the Star Wars story than <laughs> that the Marvel story, mm-hmm. the Avengers story. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that was one of my other favorite parts. You know what I liked about that part um, that I just thought of is how cool it was. I I mean I typically am an X-wing girl <laughs> because that's what you my boy drives. <laughs> Your boy Poe. <laughs> right. I was like, I don't drive an X-wing. <laughs> You should get that on a shirt. I'm an X-wing girl. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the next uh, sort of Star Wars T-shirt. What? Yeah, I know. I should, the, I should the girls, go. the girls can be. I'm there an X-wing go. girl. X-wing girl. <laughs> but they have to make one for every wing: a B wing, A wing, Y wing. So what I was gonna say is that as much as I would have loved to see like an entire field, whatever view of X-wings, I do think it was really cool that there was such a diverse amount of, uh, or yeah. That there were so many different ships yeah. on the it's Rebel It's like they fleet. never made the same ship twice. Yeah. It was like a thousand it, different ships. Wing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Versus like the, the um, what are they called? The, the bad Star guys. Destroyers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the Star Destroyers were like so the same. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty much like Apple versus Android. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Except Android wins in this battle. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey. <laughs> Take it back. You know what I'm, a, I'm an Apple girl. <laughs> How many t-shirts just, do I have to make? <laughs> I was just saying, that's a sub-sub line. <laughs> no, but I did think that was kind of cool, like how, I don't know, it's just like a, like a, like the little guy or the, what well, it, it felt like called? the underdog. Said, like, yeah, they said, who are all these people? Yeah. Or, they yeah. don't have a navy they don't or have a navy. Navy. Right. Yeah. It's like they're just, they're just people. people. They're yeah. just people. Yeah. It's like if you would show up like the enemy's all in tanks and you just show up when you're Corolla. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to fight. Yeah. But if you have enough Corolla. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So Mel, <laughs> given that apparently you're such a big fan of solo, did you like that Lando is now don't in test his me. is in his token green or uh, not green, yellow shirt? You know, that he was wearing in Solo. Did you notice that? Um, like I mean, at the I, very end of the movie, he's wearing that yellow shirt with like right. the blue trim, the like silky. Yeah, yeah. What he's had apparently for forty years, <laughs> he can still fit in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad can still fit in his FFA jacket. So <laughs> basically the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which Adam Sandler wears in Uncut Gems as well. It's true. I just saw one today. Yeah, I saw a that. picture comparison of Lando and whatever his name is from Uncut Gems. I've never heard of that movie. I did notice that he was in typical Lando attire. I did not put it together because I'm not that uh, astute astute to details. You're, you're not that attuned to the force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's yeah, that's the cosmic cool. Force. You're more in the. What does she say force. when she's in his closet and uh, when Kira's in the closet? She's, she's like, like a lot of capes. So many, cl- so maybe many capes. too many capes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe too many yellow <laughs> shirts. <laughs> So back to this Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. So it's just like Billy Let's Madison. Keep on topic. What? Except Kevin Garnett's involved. No, I don't know anything about it. Um, so I threw out. Well, I was gonna. My first favorite part was when they hand off the lightsaber. What so was your Matt other favorite part, that. Ryan? 
Again. And your second favorite part was <laughs> My second kiss. was when he smiled. Really? My third. That yeah. makes me oh. like you a lot oh, more. Oh, we should get married. <laughs> so my third favorite was the part I just said about the all the ships coming oh. in. My fourth favorite. How about seventh? <laughs> oh, yeah. seventh? Skip to seventh. <laughs> my seventh favorite was when the Knights of Ren didn't do anything at all. <laughs> they just stood while the camera went at them. <laughs> like, Except they made everything dirty. Yes. Here's the Knights of Ren yeah, walking. Honestly. Here's the Knights of Ren standing. Oh, Here's okay. the Knights of Ren. I, I thought with... you were going a different direction there. I was like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> they just keep saying, that's what she said. <laughs> that's how they were made everything dirty. <laughs> they made everything double entendre. They kept saying, ladies. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> but did you notice that? Like, I remember like you the, guys talking about that. And they walk through the Star Destroyer. Yeah, they walk yeah. through the Star Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, all the dirt. But then when their ship is, you know, it like leaves like a plume of uh, like, yeah. like, really? <laughs> all like, the dirt. Yeah, I don't know what that's. They have like, they're like, they're we're like going to buy the most. <laughs> they're running diesels. <laughs> Everyone else is yeah. running turbo ion cannons. <laughs> yeah. And they're <laughs> diesels. <laughs> we'll get There's there. a tractor engine. We'll get there in 800 Earth. years. From ER. <laughs> um, <laughs> ER Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> what a reference to pull in. Thank you, thank you. How come Earth is never mentioned? Isn't that weird? It's in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, they don't know better. They can. It's they, in the Andromeda galaxy. <laughs> it only happens in that galaxy. They don't travel outside that galaxy at all. Only in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, where do they go? Outside <laughs> the galaxy. To where? The outer rim. <laughs> the unknown regions. <laughs> yeah. No like, idea. Travel super far into the unknown regions and there's Earth. And like, whoa, here's a whole planet of people watching movies about us. <laughs> what? How do they have all their documentaries? <laughs> Someone took that ship of floppy disks. <laughs> Hold on. This is where the Knights of Ren got their motor from. This Wikipedia is completely wrong. Does this have people writing to it? <laughs> what is this? Where do they get this holocron? <laughs> I wonder why that Knights of Ren ship's a Chrysler on the back of it. <laughs> Chrysler 300M. What? I thought that was a planet just beyond the Rishi Maze. Anyways, I think your pocketbook, your pocketbook, can handle that one. Yeah. Depends on what decks. Okay, so on the internet, I asked a couple of people uh, what their favorite parts were, and um, got some responses. Jared Unruh one says the voices, which we didn't, we talked about a little bit. But all the voices that are telling her to get up when she's knocked down. Um, and she's like, you ain't ever going to keep me down. <laughs> I get knocked down. <laughs> but I perfect. get up again. Chumbo Wumbo is playing us. Chumbo Wumbo. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> she has her Walkman on and Chumbo Wumbo's <laughs> I get knocked down, but I get up again. She pumps up her Reeboks. (laughs) Kylo Ren comes out of the pit with a boombox playing. I get knocked down. Look what I found in the pit. It had this tape. Oh, man. Thanks, Jared. Uh, Ice Cream Manatee. Our friend uh, Casey Winters says, uh, when Ben Solo smiles. So, Aw, you guys yep. are on the same he, page. Yeah, he's a he big... probably said that for his wife also. That's the only reason you said it, right? What? <laughs> no, I think he's he's got a man crush on Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo. Ah, uh, yeah. So he which loves one? 
Both of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like he needs to figure out what he wants. <laughs> you only have one. It's like it's like when the girl that's ugly and smart takes off her glasses <laughs> yeah. and she's beautiful. I see. She takes out her ponytail. You love them both. But did you but. notice that he did put his he actually did let his hair down? <laughs> yeah. Was, uh Eeny Meeny. That'd be Eeny from Sincerely Us says uh knowing that Ben Oh, sorry. It's part part there's two parts. Uh okay. Ben calling Han dad and not being able to physically say the words I love you but Han knowing that Ben loves him so he just looks at him and says I know yeah. and my soul broke Aww. she said <laughs> so that was a good part I yeah, didn't definitely. honestly the first time I saw that I didn't think about that he said I know because Han says I know when Leia no Han says I know when Leia says I love you right and I didn't realize that Han was saying that now again because Ben couldn't say I love you it's also and referenced in Solo. What? When um, <laughs> I have to do some editing. <laughs> yes. Dead air for three and a half minutes. <laughs> when everyone's trying to rack their brain to think about the last time they saw Solo. <laughs> I was really hoping. You guys <laughs> is that referenced in Solo? <laughs> it is, but I can't remember where. Okay. I remember oh, talking right. that about that part it. in Solo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was between Lando and Han. They do that at some point. So it was like a. Bro, I remember talking I about you. it. Oh, but but okay, he's looking at the ship, and it's all wrecked, uh, and that's they're what it on. Is. That's what it is. They're mining the unobtainium. Yes. yes. <laughs> and he says, "I hate Bro. you." Yes. And Han says, "I know." I know. I know. And that's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. Did you know that in Return of the Jedi? Han says, I love you to Leia, and she right. says, I know. Yeah. Because she's about to blast a stormtrooper. That's right. Yeah. I, I I watched that movie like a hundred times, and it wasn't until like this year. Yeah. Same. That I noticed that. Or well, like, mine I was last it year. I was like, I feel like I need to post that. Like, I was this many years old when I. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed they say, I've got a bad feeling about this? <laughs> what? I thought that was just in the animated series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't say it in re- in uh, the Last Jedi, not the whole thing. Oh, uh, well, they you assume that BB-8 says it when <laughs> yeah he said he makes a noise and um, that's when Poe says happy beeps and like it sounds like he's saying it. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> was that BB-8 or was that from Family Guy? I got a bad feeling. <laughs> Muscly yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen the paper boy in a while. <laughs> That's the one thing about the last Jedi that I that I get frustrated with. It's like, just say it. It's oh. it's, it's tradition that it's not in it. Yeah, yeah. Come on, it's almost come on, it. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Johnson, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> oh right. Okay, we got one more from Timothy Smith. He said, "My favorite part is when Lando comes in with all the ships. I was filled with an overwhelming sense of happiness." So Mel's leaving again. She's got a headache. She needs some water. <laughs> so, and uh, that's it. So see ya. <laughs> Bye. No, uh, we got a couple more things. Okay. Uh, not much, but um, we're going to do the um, <laughs> random Star Wars fact of the podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. And it might not be as much of a surprise for you guys. 
because <laughs> I didn't want to find another one. Did we wrap this up already? What's that? Nice. Yeah. Cool. I think so. An hour and 40 <laughs> minutes. All right. So this fact is uh, about John Boyega and how he almost ruined Star Wars. In November of 2019, it was reported that a script for this film was leaked on the internet. An actor, later to be revealed as John Boyega, by his own admission, had reportedly kept the script under his bed. And after changing apartments, it was found by somebody cleaning. And that person attempted to sell it on eBay. And they should be in jail forever for that. Um, Director J.J. Abrams confirmed that Disney and Lucasfilm bought the script back. So... I'm just curious to know how much they paid for it. Was it more than $10? (laughs) Did it stay up for auction? Or did they do the buy it now feature? (laughs) Like, I wonder how low we can get this for. Here's what I want to know. If you were in that person's situation, what would you have done? Tell me the truth. I would have, I would have not tried to sell it. I probably would have kept it. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to be worth a bunch of money. Someday, as a collector, worth anything item. if you don't sell it. As a collector's item, not as an extortion item. Oh, I see. Yeah, like hmm. thirty years from now, I got the leaked script from well, sort of Star Wars podcast was talking about. But it wouldn't be a leaked script; it would just be a plain old script. They could check it for John Boyega's fingerprints. <laughs> but I'm saying it wouldn't be worth as much because. Well, it would still been cool, KML. <laughs> <laughs> go back upstairs <laughs> go get your drink <laughs> what would you have done well if you uh, I would have I would have sold it but I wouldn't have tried to sell it to the public I would have just said hey Disney I got your script <laughs> <laughs> I would have just taken a picture put it on Twitter be like at Disney did you drop this <laughs> new apartment new this <laughs> What were you going to say, Molly? <laughs> right. There we go. Yep. Okay. Oh, Perfect. I was going to say, if you Did swipe you scan up it? here, you'll you see the copy it to somebody? of the script that I made when I found it while I was cleaning. So. Uh, okay. Uh, anything uh, else? Anybody? Oh, that was a random <laughs> yeah, Star Wars yeah. fact of the podcast. That was a good one. Thank you. I didn't come up with it. I found it in a leather-bound book. (laughs) (laughs) You found it under a mattress. (laughs) I made it up. I feel like you had an entire conversation by yourself. Uh, Any uh, closing words from anybody? Cool, cool, cool. Um, So that... I'm sure we'll talk about this movie some more in the future. Because I had a lot of notes that we didn't really touch on. But it's been an hour and a half. So I think we could probably start wrapping it up. Talk about some other stuff later. Leave something for later episodes. Do you think let's, we'll watch it again? Let's leave them wanting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep coming back. I just Every episode from now on, I'm going to say that we're going to continue our Rise of Skywalker digestion just to keep them coming back. Stay tuned next episode for more Rise of Skywalker. We're like the Sarlacc pit. We yeah. digest this movie over a thousand years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. <laughs> Or in Canada, right to Box 9800, Vancouver, BC, 36B4G3. Or in Canada. Is that Ranger Rick? Box 9800. That's for focus on the family. Yeah. In Canada. Yeah. We were there. You guys were such good kids. We were there. 
Uh, okay, so before we wrap this up, I got to do a shout out. Shout out to my patrons. Is it patrons yeah, or patreons? Perfect. I didn't say patrons. Patrons. Yeah. Because like in the in the days of yore, <laughs> of old yore, <laughs> tell me, regale <laughs> me with tales of old yore. In the days of yore, it was the patrons that allowed the artists to do what they do. Oh, is that what it is? It is. When I worked at Midas, okay, <laughs> stay with me here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the days of my yore. <laughs> I worked at Midas <laughs> with an old your. <laughs> but at the bottom of each invoice, like a uh, customer receipt, it said, thank you for your patronage. I thought that was such a strange thing to have. Thank you for your patronage. But When you say patrons, it just makes me think of like restaurant patrons. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think of pastries when I think of restaurants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you for your pastries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I have this podcast currently has three patrons, Casey Winters, Timothy Smith, and Dan Bendit. Woo. Yep. 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 So, um, if anyone doesn't know what a Patreon is or a patron patron. or a pastry, (laughs) (laughs) they basically, uh, help support this podcast. Yeah. If you really like the podcast, really like it. Um, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Sword of Star Wars. And there you can select several different tiers of how much you love the podcast. <laughs> no, it's All like, very affordable. Is it yeah. Sword of Star Wars or a Sword of Star Wars? Just Sword of Star Wars. Gotcha. And so there's like a $1 tier, a $3, and a $6. So all of them are pretty yeah. low budget. Yeah. Now, is that a one-time or ongoing? You, it's ongoing until you stop it. I mean, you, you can, can stop, stop at any time. time. But so, like, like once a month type of thing. Right, right. You get charged once a month, and each tier has its own benefit. So, like, at the $1 tier, you get a shout out every episode and a sticker. And nice. a personal thank you note. Right. Ooh, handwritten. Yeah. Handwritten. <laughs> Man. I know. I know. And uh, in my own handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You don't want to write it in my handwriting. <laughs> and then at the $3 tier, you get uh, the same things, but you also get access to our Discord server, which we currently here all are all a part of. Yes. And it's, uh, it's a good fun. time on there. It is. What's that, Molly? Yeah, it is it very is. fun. Discord uh, is just like um, kind of like a private social media. Yeah. Like a chat room. Fun, yeah, I was say, it's like what we had 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. Called chat rooms <laughs> that yeah. your parents told you to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> as soon as you join, we're going to say ASL. <laughs> Uh, no it's just a fun place to like chat about stuff either from the podcast or other places or whatnot um yeah yeah place to interact we talked a lot about matt and tim we're talking a lot about goku and nuratu and i mean digimon and (laughs) and ryan said digimon (laughs) Digimon, digital monsters oh (laughs) you can also see the ginormous bag of milano cookies that our neighbor gave us today Molly, do you love Milano cookies? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that you you and mom like really love them. They I, were super mediocre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because they crumble up and crush into a fine powder so easily? I could do a line of those. She gets her mortar and pistol. (laughs) (laughs) And what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. yeah. And we're talking about video games. We talk about uh, Marvel and Disney, all kinds of stuff, parenting. So, yeah. Um, 
not much going on the parenting yeah. channel right now. Post Just a video of me with the kids the climbing kids. on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say there's, yeah. there's a lot of nerding out on, on there. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's fun times. <laughs> yeah. um, and then at the $6 tier, you get, an extra, you get everything plus an extra bonus episode every month. So somebody needs to sign up for that so I can start making an extra bonus episode every Ooh. month. Yeah. Just what you need. More podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many um, recordings have we done this week? Will we have done this yeah. week? Yeah. Tomorrow we're doing another one, so that'll be our third recording. And they haven't been less than an hour and a half yet. So <laughs> And you have a fourth one scheduled for Saturday now. No. A no, recording. No. no, I'm not doing that. Oh. Never mind. Okay. Forget it. Okay. <laughs> Forget if, you're listen- if-, <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't worry. <laughs> I'll, su- I'll send you a oh shoot, what's that website? Organize you your schedule your own time, dates. guys. <laughs> Oh, a doodle. Sign up genius. Sign up genius doodle. Survey monkey. Uh, Zoom. I'll send you a Zoom meeting. Google Calendar. Survey monkey. Cell sheets. Memos. T9 reports. I don't know. Um, Okay. What else do I need to do? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Anything else? I can't remember. I'm blanking. You can uh, find us on the internet at Sword of Star Wars, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And... um, you can email us, sort of Star Wars at gmail.com. And um, I will have Matt's social security number in the show notes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and here's my address. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's it. So thanks, guys, for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yep. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a glorious day and be safe, be courteous. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See you later, alligator.